Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, today we're going to talk about sports. Thank you for all those people out there who are listening to my uh, singular podcast, to all those wonderful people who downloaded the podcast. We are from straight out of Michigan, coming from you. I'd like to thank Sean for showing up. It's always great to be here, Andre. It's a Thursday evening, almost the first of the, the month, first of September. College football. college football started today. Yeah. Or, well, actually, sorry. College football started last week, but the main teams other than Notre Dame, like significant games started today. It's yeah. Labor Day weekend. Yeah. So happy Labor Day. Thank you, all the soldiers who are alive. I think Labor Day is the soldiers who are alive. Memorial Day is the soldiers who passed away. Correct. So thank you for your service. Thank you for coming back to America. Thank you for... Uh, you know, thank you for everything that you've done for us. Um, anyone that's got P- PTSD, please uh, find someone to talk to. Uh, if you know someone that has mental issues, please go and seek for uh, help for them. Um, anything that's possible for uh, any soldiers out there. There's other places to. There's other. There are other places to. Uh, for these people with PTSD or mental. Is- uh, disabilities uh, ladies and gentlemen Sean's losing at that Miami and uh, Washington game uh, Miami's killing Washington so we're turning the TV to something totally different so what are you watching now we're either going to go to the Nebraska versus Minnesota game or we're going to go to the Utes game okay alright there you go YouTube TV here we go all right, folks, thank you for YouTube TV. I like YouTube, YouTube TV because it gives you everything that I need. Um, don't have not, I don't have uh, Xfinity. Give me a lot of crap back in the day. Did not enjoy that. So I went to T-Mobile, got my YouTube TV connected through T-Mobile, and my bill is only $147. All right, folks, so <coughs> we'll... We're basically going to talk about the anything NCAA football right now. Obviously, God, I need my glasses fulfilled. Let me do this. God, you want to talk about tonight's games, or are you talking about something else? Well, I'm afraid that we talk about tonight's game. No one's going to care because that's fine. Then we look into Friday's games. Right, Michigan State is playing on Friday. That's unique for them. Michigan State is 14.5-point favors. So do I – you know what? I would almost take the CMEU plus 14.5 just because it's the first game of the year and anything can happen. I don't know about that game. I mean, it's always interesting. Well, you take – I mean, you're a Michigan State fan, so you want – I wouldn't take the points because I don't trust my offense. Yeah, but still. I mean, that that game in itself is a good game for a betting line on FanDuel. Uh, you get Louisiana, I mean Louisville and Georgia Tech, a seven and a half point spread for Georgia Tech, plus seven and a half for Georgia Tech. That is, you know, that's another game that. That's actually a game you would take either one or the other for one of the thirteen. It's not so bad. Stanford and Hawaii. God bless Hawaii for all that stuff that they're going through. They got a lot of messy through the hurricane and all that. St- 
feel bad for those people. Hawaii's governor did not do a really good job of preparing the people in Hawaii for the storm. Uh, but Stafford only a only to win by three points. That's an interesting bet. Is that Saturday or Friday? That's a Friday 11 o'clock game. So I'll be missing that game because I'll be sleeping going to work next day. Uh, 55 points over under. Yeah. I would almost take that as an under because it's a sloppy game. Uh, I don't know where they're going to be playing if they're going to play in, in Hawaii. Uh, Snoopy down to... I guess we could talk about the Purdue and Fresno State game. It's a plus. That's a close one. Yeah. It's minus four and a half, right? Yeah, minus four and a half for Purdue, plus obviously for Fresno State. You know, that's another game that I would almost take maybe plus seven and a half for Fresno. I would move bump it up a little bit. Uh, another Big Ten game is Iowa at home against Utah State. I actually, I don't know why he did this, but I actually took Utah State plus 23 and a half. That could be a good upset game. Game looks like too many points spread for that team to be that that bad. I don't know. I, to me, I just don't feel like Iowa is actually, I mean, it's the first game of the year. You never know what's going to happen. Um... Got Tennessee, Virginia, 27.5. Tennessee, 12. Seeded 12, 20 minus 27.5. That's a game I, I don't know why that's so large. I don't know why Virginia so has such a deficit. Again, over under 56 points. I would take that game over under maybe 45 points. And then. We'll talk about this game for sure without Jim Harbaugh. Uh, Michigan against UCU. Uh, minus 35 and a half for Michigan. Over under 51 and a half points. I'm going to tell you this, folks. There are some people, I think the ECU head coach said that for the coach to be suspended is ridiculous. It should be it should be uh, amount of players at Michigan playing right now. But remember, this is all punishment from years before, so you're actually punishing the players that are, have nothing to, to do with this. Suspension for Jim Harbaugh. Again, NCAA didn't see nothing wrong with it, buying hamburgers, cheeseburgers, and french fries for kids. Uh, the Big Ten, for some reason, decided to throw down the law against Michigan. Again, that's kind of weird. I don't know why. Actually, it was just an in-placement thing michigan did it so the big 10 wouldn't do it. oh you're right yeah michigan did now it's not with the big 10 the big 10 was going to do something but they changed their mind i guess uh ohio okay before we get to the tcu game in colorado we're going to go Penn state down. plays west virginia on peacock yep so that again this is another way for these national broadcasters uh make us pay for more money that i don't want to just shall just watch college football. In some ways, I'm kind of happy I'm not going to be at home, going to be at work most of the day. Uh, let's let's talk about another Big Ten, two Big Ten teams, Ohio State and Indiana. Ohio State's got a new quarterback. 
CJ Strom is gone. Indiana, I think, uh, plus 29 and a half. I don't know. Ohio State's good. They got, you know, the former Indianapolis Colts son, Harrison. And that guy's yeah. a beast. He's a beast, but you got to throw the football. I mean, you got a new quarterback, new system for him. New old system, new coach. Uh, could this be the last year for for Ohio State's head coach? Could it be? Could it be? Day? What's his last name? What's his first name? I mean, why? I don't know. You know why? Because if he doesn't beat Michigan, he's in trouble. Trouble. You can't lose to your arch rival three years in a row. Look at what happened to Michigan. We went through more head coaches than I did with my left hand doing nothing. My left hand doesn't work. He's still taking them to two national championships. Did he win? No. No. See? If it wasn't for that creeper, Urban Meyer, doing all the work for him, and I really do think he does the work for him. I don't really think that Ohio State's coach does much for himself. Not to say, well, you clearly can tell I'm not an Ohio State fan. I'll poop in that state if I have to. Well, there's three of the most interesting games of this weekend is before is the seven, first of all, before we go to the TCU game, I want to talk about how we have the North Carolina versus South Carolina. That's and a, that's a very intriguing game. It's at South Carolina. That's an, a robbery game already. It is a rivalry game already. So that's good because that's what people need. But that's what people want to see. They want to see teams who are actually are in the same level of playing field against each other play. There's no reason for Michigan to actually play UCU. And That's just kind of dumb. The South Carolina has that lovely Spencer Rattler, which used to be the Oklahoma quarterback before he transferred. Last game of the season, uh, the Gamecocks destroyed Tennessee to knock them out of the playoffs. It was like 63-14. to 14. It was like a 42-point victory. Um, North Carolina is favored in this game, but Spencer Rattler is – a stud and stud muffin folks he will probably pull up the upset i'd bump up the spread one point and take south carolina plus three and a half Ooh, there you go there you go i like that i like that i like that how about our i know this isn't a, a big thing on your list but buffalo at wisconsin this is another game that for the, for the love of god buffalo and wisconsin should not be playing against each other because it's Wisconsin's got a 27.5-point spread. they got obviously more talent on that team. Think about who who Buffalo's going against when it comes down to recruiting. Syracuse, Wake Forest, all those guys. Why? I mean, I don't understand why they're even throwing that game into that, in that picture. Um, this is the opening day for the former Ohio State defensive coordinator. The former Cincinnati Bearcat, Luke Fickle. Woo. Where's he going? He's the head coach of the Wisconsin Badgers. You're right. I forgot about that. Don't worry. I'm here to remind you and save the day. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you know what? That's going to be interesting. He's going to be in the Big Ten still. He is going to go against Ohio State one of these times. And he probably hates Michigan already. And he probably poops on it all over Michigan State, too. I can't tell you, but it seems like everyone poops on Michigan. But I mean, that that's what happens. When you're a great team. I mean, there's nothing to it. All right, here we go. Here we go. Another one. Massachusetts 
against Auburn. Why? Why? Why is that game on? Why is that? Why? Why is Auburn playing that game? That's another example of a big school playing against a little guy. Thirty and a half, thirty-five and a half point spread. I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I'm almost telling you to take that thirty-five and a half points. And I would almost tell you to take. It's the over, same thing with Oklahoma, over, Arkansas State. That's shit too. I know, but this is why. This is why, I think. Well, these super group. Texas versus Rice, USC versus Nevada, thirty-nine points. Yeah, look. And look Texas A and M versus New Mexico, thirty-nine and a half, thirty-eight and a half. And look at this one: California against North Texas. But well, no Texas it's only is a six and a half point spread. You watch out for those. No Texas. You watch out for that Green Machine. They're yeah. a good team. There you go. There you go. There you go. Uh, green Machine. That's that. That could be the upset of the week. Uh, did we talk about the? We did not. Wait, 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 wait for it. Wait, what? LSU. Yeah. Sunday night. Yeah. Versus. Yeah. Florida State. Florida State. LSU has number the number one running back. Out. Oh yeah, you're right. You just told me that. That's crazy. So you might want to bump the spread up to like four points for Florida State at home. Yep. There you go. I like that. I like that. Uh, Sean took this bet. Houston. You think this Houston bet, right? The UTSA. The the plus one and a half. But you took one and thirteen, right? Yeah. So that's something. I mean, we already talked about the West Virginia Penn State game again. That's gonna be. That's going to be a lot closer game than it was going to be. 20 and a half points, again, that's going to be a lot closer, I think. I don't think Penn State is that good. Um, let's see here. What else can we – oh, look, again, I mean, can we give Rutgers to somebody else, please? I know they're the first team out there uh, with Princeton or Harvard that play the first college football, but – I swear we could really not use Rutgers. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Uh, Duke against Clemson, twelve and a half points plus for Duke. That's Clemson. I don't. Do you know anything about Clemson? Are they are they are they going to make the comeback of the year? Mm, Clemson, I don't know. Oh, this is oh this they're is, still in the top. Oh, this is the 10. Monday game. All right, Clemson's so, playing Duke. So let's go all the way back to Deion Sanders. Yep. TCU. We've already talked about this, that he got snubbed and really wanted that TCU yep. job of last year. Sonny Dukes got it from SMU. And this is the first game. This is the first game of the season. Uh, Deion Sanders is hyped up. We had some announcer come out and say that, Colorado is one of the worst teams in the country. Oh, wow. Um, actually worse than the University of Massachusetts. Wow. I don't know how you can be the worst team in, in college football when you have one of the best quarterbacks in the country um, and a couple of good receivers. If you have three good players on your team, you can't be the worst team in the country. All right, let's do – All right, But the spread is 20 and a half. Well, okay, let's be real. Let's go a little back, a little, a little back. All right. So for Deion Sanders to say that about taking one of that TCU, TCU job now mm-hmm. again, I think that's kind of dumb for him to say that because now he doesn't have that opportunity. The opportunity already passed. 
Your job is well, now. Well, Dion didn't say it. It was just in the news saying that. Oh, okay. That was a job that he applied for. Oh, okay. And I mean, once you get snubbed from a job, you always want to have that revenge, right? Well, yeah, of course. But also, Deion Sanders, I mean, as much as I love him and I hope he does well at Colorado, he also turned down his alumni twice. So, well, he could have been at Florida State and have a f number eight country in the team coaching right now. Because this coach that is at Florida State right now was like their third choice. Huh. No. Deion Sanders was. Do you think he did that because he knew he couldn't beat the other ACC teams? I don't know. I mean, do you think that he's taking the easy way out? But ACC is weak. It's, weak. it's just Clemson. That's all I you worry about. Yeah, but if I mean, Florida State can beat LSU this week, they can beat anybody in the ACC. Okay. Anybody. Okay. Because the SEC is the best conference other than the Big Ten well, in football. Now the Big Ten is the greatest conference Correct. in the world. Well, it will be next year, but that's just an assumption. But when you think of the the SC, when you think of the SEC, it goes Bama, Georgia, yeah, that's what LSU. Yeah. So the ACC only has Duke Florida State. Florida State. No, it's Florida State and Clemson. In Florida? Hey, let's talk about Florida. Florida is SEC. Oh, Florida is SEC? So it's just Florida State and fucking, or freaking. See, see they need to do that. And Clemson. <clears throat> I almost think they almost need a re realignment with that itself. So guess what, folks? We got Bill Napier. He used to be an old Louisiana coach. 46 and 17, or 19. Two and two in ball games. He is now the new head coach for, 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 for Florida. I think that's a back slacky pickup. I think it kind of You couldn't is. do any better than Louisiana? I don't know, man. The I Raging Cajuns? I don't know. It just seems kind of stupid. That's so, like going and taking a coach from, I don't know. I mean, you want to go take a, I, well, maybe, I guess I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to backtrack for a second. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it. this guy will be the next Brian Kelly. You think so? You think he's got the offense like Brian Kelly? I did not say that. But before I badmouth this guy, <laughs> Brian Kelly went from Grand Valley to Central Michigan to Cincinnati to Notre Dame to LSU. All, yeah. other than CMU, all superior programs. He even won two MAC championships. But for your second job to go to the SEC... <laughs> uh, well, you're not going to be the Bama You're not going to be the Georgia You're not going to be an LSU You're not going to be You might You're going to have a twist with Well you know what I think I think it's a It's a chance and a risk But if I was neighbor This is a perfect scenario for him Because if he Wins one of those Three or four games Or two Or four games I don't think he's ever going to be Georgia But Do I really think that he can be LSU, LSU and Bama. Bama can have a bad you game. You think he has an opportunity to beat Bama over Georgia? Yeah. Ooh. You know why? Because Bold statement. Because you know why? Because I think Nick Saban's too old. Sooner or later, that team just it's just gonna go over Nick Saban's head. I guess if Deion Sanders can still recruit from Nick Saban at Colorado, you might be right that maybe Florida can pull up an offset. Yeah, because now he doesn't have all those players. All those A players. I mean, again, this is a far-fetched. Do I really think this is good for for Mr. Napier? Yeah, you really do because it's a great opportunity as we're watching the game for him. So let's look at the schedule right now. They're playing number 14, Utah. The score is 7-3. to three. Mm -hmm. First of all, Bill Napier got a huge mother-effing break. 
I'm yeah. censoring it. You better be proud of me. Yeah. A, a huge break. They're going up against the Utah Jutes, Utes with their third string quarterback. Yeah. That's so, crazy. but Utah is still a top five defense. So, yeah. if they somehow pull off a miracle and beat the Utah Utes, I don't think it's going to happen. But they're getting a huge break. The game is going to be closer than what it was. The spread went down three points. Yeah. But think about this. Then they play. We go to this thing about why is Florida scheduling the second game of the season? Mekon State. It's dog crap. So if they're lucky enough to beat Utah, let's just say they're going to lose. They'll be one and one. Then they play Tennessee. Eh, not going to win that game. They're one and one. But it is a home game. No, they're probably one and two. Then they play Cynadel, which is dog shit. So they're two and two. Yeah. Then they play Kentucky at Kentucky, which. I don't know, but we'll say they win three and two. You play Vanderbilt, you're four and two. You lose to the Gamecocks because they're playing Spencer. You're four and three. You have Georgia at home, so maybe it's going to be closer than possible. But they're going to lose that game. They'll lose that so game, one, but two, three, four, five, you six, know, I just don't think seven. that. Yeah, that's so they're they're four and four. Then you play the Arkansas Razorbacks. Arkansas has that old fat, huge mother effer beast that used to coach Wisconsin. That's a toss up game. So. It could be four and four, four and five, or five and four. It might be five and four. The LSU game is at LSU. Not going to win that game in Death Valley. So we'll just say they beat Arkansas because it's a home game. They're five and five. Then they got to go to Missouri. I don't know how good Missouri is. I don't. And, and whatever. If they win that game, they become bowl eligible at six and six. Then they got a rival game. And who knows what's going to happen? They're playing Florida State. Florida State could be playing for the national championship because the national ACC. The ACC is dog shit. But why and would you do that? Florida State is eighth in the country. Florida State is eighth in the country. If they beat LSU this week and they beat Clemson, they beat Clemson, they have nobody else to worry about in the ACC. Nope, nobody else. So that means they will be coming into Florida in Jacksonville, in Gainesville, 11 and 0. 11 and 0? Bill Naper could pull up the upset. Yeah, but you say Florida State's going to go 11 and 0? If they beat LSU and Clemson. Who's the, who else are they playing? It's the ACC. Well, they got to be playing someone else. Just, uh, it's the ACC. Why is the ACC so weak? They suck. Because, hey, you know what? I guess they suck in football, but back then they used to be the top, one of the top uh, divisions out there, folks. So here's Florida State's schedule, and this is why I'm saying this, okay? And, oh, my goodness. <laughs> no, no. Hear me out. LSU, and they're playing LSU without the running back. Then they play University of Missouri, which is not good. But don't count Missouri out because Missouri is probably not as bad as you think they are. That's the former team that Brett Farr played for. BC College, Clemson, Virginia Tech, Syracuse. Yeah. And the Virginia Tech game is not there at Virginia Tech where the song comes out. Yeah. Enter. Mr. Sandman by Metallica, which is the best college football entrance song in the country, by the way. Okay. Anyway, okay. Syracuse, Duke, Wake Forest, Pittsburgh, Miami, UNA, which who the fuck knows who that is, and Florida. But they're not going to go 11-0. I guarantee if they, you. I guarantee you they're not going to go 11-0. They have LSU at home, and yeah. they have Clemson on the road, so yeah. they won't beat Clemson. They're not going to be 11-0. Come on. Be real. Get your head out of your ass, please. All right. All right, folks. <laughs> they could, though. I know, but I know, I know. 10 and 1. 10 and 1 is still national championship material. You're right. Well, yeah, if everyone else is 10 and 1 or 10 and 2, 
or I mean nine and two, whatever. All right, folks. All right. So before we go to baseball, as we're talking about college football, we want to at least talk about volleyball, women's volleyball, which they broke a record at Nebraska. No, at yeah, Nebraska outside at football stadium against Omaha. They had over ninety two thousand spectators watching that game. Which is more than any Nebraska football game ever. And it's one of the highest sporting events for any woman's sports to be viewed. So think about all the people that watched at home and that were at the game. So that's amazing. I watched that game at at the Glass House, downtown Grand Rapids, one of my favorite spots. It's the first time a volleyball game has ever been played outside, too, so you got to take in the factor of the wind and stuff. Their volleyball stadium only holds like 18,000, so it was really cool for some of these little girls to look that look up to the, some of these volleyball player girls. They never get the opportunity to see a game, and this might be the only game that they ever get to see because Nebraska is a very, very hard ticket to get in women's sports. They are all, the, the Big Ten, um, Penn State, Nebraska, and Maryland, and Ohio State, I believe, are the top four teams in the Big Ten, but Nebraska has already won two national championships in like the last seven years. So, and Nebraska's oh, ranked wow. fourth. In, Nebraska's ranked fourth in the country. Oh, that's crazy! They won how many? How many national championships won a lot? Like they won? won two in the last like seven years. Holy cow, that's pretty good. That's awesome. All right, well, we're going to keep it a little bit in the NCAA right now. Uh, basketball for a second. Sean's school, Michigan State versus Tennessee. Yes, October the Michigan 29th. State Spartans. This was announced yeah. um, either last night or today. Um, there will be an expedition game before Halloween, um, October 29th, against the Tennessee Titans. Well, that's pretty good. So man. that that's means awesome. Rick Barnes is coming to town. Nice, nice. And, and of course, the most one of the most controversial baseball players, Alex Rodriguez, he and his kids, or one of his kids, or two, whatever, are going to attend at Michigan for a sport. I don't know what sport they're going to attend. I don't know if it's... I'm not sure either. I'm betting if it's a boy, it's baseball. I'm betting if it's a girl, it's a softball. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. I just don't see Alex Rodriguez's kids playing football. I don't think so. So, I don't see that happening. But, again, this is, I guess this is huge for Michigan. I don't know why it's. I mean, it's just big. It's just it's just a lot of money for Michigan. For I'm sure Rodriguez is going to give a donation to the uh, to the Michigan to 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 the Michigan University. So to me, it's just like oh, good, another rich person giving to Michigan. So I should be more happy about that. But I'm not an Alex Rodriguez fan. I think he's really controversial. He's not a team player. During the Derek Jeter era, uh, he had one of the worst uh, playoff seasons. Hey, in he his has it's, it's official. It's his daughter. It's his daughter. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we know it's, a, it's his daughter. Uh, baseball news. Missed. Well, we'll talk about the sad news for the old Dodgers pitcher, Singard, has been cut from Cleveland. Now he's no longer. On the team. So does he get picked up by anybody before the playoff hunt? I think they will for his arm for bullpen pitching. 
Maybe maybe for it, an inning. I don't think he should be a starter. Maybe you can have him as a middle reliever. Maybe do two innings. Yeah. Maybe, maybe three. Maybe you put a guy in and uh, in the top of the six for one inning, and then pull him out, and then you get uh, the seventh, eighth, ninth pitchers relievers in there to do their job. Right. So that's something to talk about. We then, know that he will not. Let's just throw a couple teams out here that would be very intriguing to have him if he agrees to a middle reliever position for just a few innings because it's too risky. I mean, he's – I think he's won one game since he's been in Cleveland, maybe yeah, in just, five starts. He's just not that good. But I would definitely take him as a middle reliever in Texas, Seattle. Yeah, yeah Seattle. Houston. Yeah. Maybe Baltimore. Baltimore sounds good. Or Tampa Bay. Those are all my American League teams. National League teams, I don't know. Maybe Philly. Yeah. Braves don't need anybody. Maybe the Brewers. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I would not go to the Rays because that's another team that's just going to fall apart. Because it's the Rays. Rays always fall apart. One way or another, they fall apart, they poop their pants, they don't exist no more. During the end of the year, they somehow, some way, ruin their lives. I don't know what it is about the Rays. This is why I hate Tampa Rays. I love the team. Beginning of the year, they have a lot of talent, they play real well, but by the mid-end of the year, they look like poop. And I don't even know why they, I don't even still to this day, I don't even know why Tampa has a team. I mean, no one's going to watch you. No wonder why they're shooting themselves in the foot because like who 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 are we playing for 16 people that come to the game i don't even know if they sell out when atlanta comes to town world series you know oh, the yankees or the yankees yeah and that's just so i just i just wish that team would move somewhere and just the way i wish sean would stop farting everywhere where he goes in my apartment uh that's basically what he does uh so Another move for the Angels is Lucas Gelento, who was with with the White Sox, also going to the Guardians. Do you know why they picked him up? I know why they picked him up. You know why they picked him up? Why? Because he's a because he'll be good for that team, and he knows enough of the hitters on other teams for the playoffs. If Cleveland makes the playoffs. Could I, be, could I be right? Could I be right? Cleveland, if they do, they're still five games out. But, yeah, if they do make the playoffs. That, is that makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. He he started with the White Sox. He's been in for a while. He knows American League hitters. So there's no reason for him to go to the National League. So that was a good trade for them. Uh, we have Lorenzo Lopez, also an Angels, going to the Guardians, another relief pitcher. Well, a relief pitcher, along with... Matt, how do you say his name? Matt Moore. Ma- Matt Moore. Can't read my own handprint. Angels, the Guardians as well. So the Guardians didn't do nothing during the trade block, and now they're picking up all the poopy pan uh, baseball players, supposedly. I like to use the word that instead of the SH. Well, if they're getting cut by every other team. I mean, the White Sox traded them away, and then the Angels can't even keep them for, you know. 
Yeah, but why would you even trade for somebody that's not going to even be on your team for a I month? Don't know. That's just stupid in itself. Angels, another bad, another bad organization. They got Otami. They got my uh, my nephew's favorite player, Mike Trout. Is that his name? Mm-hmm. The most overrated baseball player. He's got 300 batting average, but he can never stay healthy. This is why I would take Bryce Harper no matter what. He had his 300 home run last night. Who did? Bryce Harper. Yeah. Great. If he stays healthy, he could get up to maybe 600 to be the next uh, Mickey Mantle, the next. Uh, yeah, he could be the next Mickey, Mickey Mantle. I like him. He's one of my favorite baseball players. He's tough. He's not always great with his teammates because his teammates may kind of stink here and there. Sean does make a good point, though. When he did get traded, he lost the opportunity to win the World Series. So maybe maybe Bryce Harper needs to cool his jet down a little bit. Yeah. You know, let's just a little bit, Bryce. You're not, like you're not Ty Cobb. You're not the greatest baseball player of all time. Yeah, I said it, Yankee fans. Babe Ruth, who? It's a little league baseball field you guys hitting out there. No wonder why you guys hit so many home runs. It's your baseball. He really field. hates the Yankees. Yeah, I got a Yankees hat just because I like the logo and because of Lou Gehrig. If Lou Gehrig, Lou Gehrig did not play on your team in the 1920s, I would never buy that hat. Oh, besides Don Manley. Because I felt bad for him for being such a, on a bad team in the 80s. That strange little mustache of his. Don Manley be the next Yankees coach? No, Don Manley that used to be the Yankees first baseman in the 80s. Yeah, but is he going to be the new Yankees coach? I don't know. That's a good question. He's still, he keeps getting screwed. You know what? I, I don't. I don't know if he's a good manager or not because he was with the Dodgers and he didn't do so well. The team was kind of like 500. Flo- uh, little did bit he get the Marlins to the playoffs once? He did. Yeah, he? he did. But, again, that's a team that didn't really do much. But maybe because he's a Yankee guy, maybe he'll be able to uh, push up the team. I, I don't. I think the Marlins made it in a COVID year, though. What's that? I think the Marlins made the playoffs in a COVID year once the season was shortened. Oh, okay. All right. I could be I could be wrong on that. Okay. Speaking of the Yankees, the Yankees gave up uh, let's see here. Who did they give up? Harrison Bader. Yep. Went to the or they no, they didn't give they just let him go to waivers and he got picked up by the Cincinnati Reds. And then they also let go be, be well, Harrison Bader was struggling in the hitting. And so was Josh Donaldson. So Josh Donaldson hit waivers also. And Josh Donaldson was picked up by the Brewers. So, yeah, so there you have it. They're just getting rid of players. The Yankees just can't buy everyone out. Uh, I think it's really tough for anybody to go in there to play with the Yankees. You have to shave. You have to look like you're from the 1920s. Uh, I think in some ways they have to let. I think personally, if you're the Yankee organization, not only do you have to get rid of the GM and all that, but you might have to be more flexible about guys' uh, uh uh, hair, beards, and all that stuff because it's not the 1920s anymore. Lou Gehrig is no longer there. Babe Ruth probably couldn't grow hair on his on his face. So you're you're missing out. Basically, if you're a Yankee fan, you should be kind of like, wow, we're making everyone shave and they all leave because it's over. It's over. I don't I don't see the Yankees winning a, a World Series another five years. And to tell you the truth, Aaron Boone used to be a player for the Yankees. Okay? 
And he was now he's a manager or the head coach for the Yankees. And he's going to lose his job. So do I think that Don Manley is going to do anything for them? And you got Sean Casey who just got hired to be a, a, a hidden coach. And Sean Casey is a phenomenal hitter back in his prime. But to be honest with you, are you going to have Sean Hayes listen to Don Manley next year as a baseball head manager? I just don't see it. I think personally, if you're a Yankee guy, you're a Yankee fan, you need somebody who is who is a manager material, not a head coach, not a uh, players player, but a head coach. You need a manager that knows how to utilize his players, knows how to motivate them, doesn't play favorites. Uh, you, you know, you just can't look at Aaron Judge all day and it's like, oh, you're the greatest baseball Yankee player of all time. We love you. Because he's not. He get hit in the knee twice, threw a fastball or curveball or ball off his knee, and he'll sit out for like six weeks, for God's sake. That's not a, that's not a franchise player. You know what that is? That's a sissy player. Yep. You heard from me first. You, Aaron Judge, are a sissy in a little league baseball field. He didn't play today, did he? I don't think he did. Tigers won. I know. They almost blew it, but they won. Yeah, they always almost blew it because you know what I did? I took. I always take Detroit plus two and a half this year. I'm not going to say next year because I don't want you guys to listen to my podcast in during February, March, and say, "Hey, Andre said take the take the Tigers plus two and a half." And you don't, I don't know. Maybe the Tigers will be. They got their better. 60th win. You're only 10 wins away. I am 10 wins away from them having 70 games win season. And FanDuel made a dumb bet saying that the Tigers cannot win. 69 and a half. His favorite number, 69 and favorite position. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, my God. You, you okay? <laughs> you having a seizure? You all right? You are great. You love 69. Okay. Okay. How does he know that? I don't know. I have no idea why that is my favorite position. I don't even know. Dude, I haven't. Yeah, yes. That's not in a long time, so he probably yeah, no any idea. position, the hand job position would be wow. perfect. Wow. I got 13-year-old kids trying to listen to us, and then they're like, Mom, what's a hand job? Please keep it clean. Keep it clean. Keep it clean. All right. All right, we're on the 38th minute here, folks. <laughs> PJ FedEx champion. Sunday. Last Sunday. Last Sunday. One of my favorite players that I saw him play about three years ago. And I said, this kid is going to be one of the best players in PJ. And it's my main man, Victor Hovland from Finland. Of all places where you go golfing, you don't think of Finland as a place to go golfing. Okay, speaking the Ryder Cup, speaking the PGA Tour, speaking about live golf, we got people saying that DJ Johnson and Bubba Watson and all these guys got kicked out of the Ryder Cup because they're part of live. To be honest with you, I think it's kind of stupid that they still kicked out certain players off this team because I don't really see this Ryder Cup beating the snot out of their of the European League. And to be honest with you, I think they should change the rules for the European League because the Europeans can put South Africa, Africa, Australia, anything, any other continent besides the United States on that team, which is ridiculous. If they're going to do something, they should do it by, con- by continents or something. Or, I don't know. But this 
Hold you. I think you're a USA golfer, USA fan. Get over it. God, that's America. Get over it. Put DJ Johnson, put Kopka in there. Put I think Kopka is the only one that made the team. But DeShambo won the tournament in the live golf. So you never know. You need some guy to hit a, a, a thousand yards and then a bunker. You can work with that. You could. Yeah, you could work with that. So that is possible. Uh, let's see. Anything else that I missed? Oh, NFL. Let's do NFL. So it looks like Tyreek Hill is slapping the snot out of everyone. <laughs> that was back in June or July. Back in June and July. It looks like he was uh, on a boat, couldn't swim. <laughs> Maybe he couldn't swim, got nervous. He started slapping on the marina guy in the face and say, hey, 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 I can't swim. We got life jackets, but I still can't swim. Give me off. Give me, uh, uh, give me off the boat. Maybe that's what happened, right? Maybe. Right, maybe. Um, let's think about this. Detroit Lions last year had a great chemistry. Great tight end. With, with this guy named T.J. Hawkinson. And they traded him to the Vikings, one of our arch rivals in the division. So before you finish this, he has a really good tight end. But here, let me, just let me finish. Let me finish. So here, folks. I believe for any team, regardless about the money that you have to pay people, you're going to have to pay certain players a lot of money. But that chemistry on that team is very important. By by not signing Williams running back and not to and to trade Hawkinson in the middle of the year is bone and stupid. And for any Lions fan out there, I know who you are because you guys are all buttheads like me. You guys are all buttheads. You guys say, oh, we saved ourselves a lot of money. Okay, think about this. Think about this. Kansas City, who is the by far the better tight end than Hawkinson? Who is he? Travis Kelsey. Exactly. So how much they pay Kelsey? Kelsey is only in the 48, less than 50 mil. Bonus? 10 million well, bonus, no, right? the Yeah, with the, with the 10 million bonus there. And then... You know, Kittle. the other one, Kettle, Kettle is only in the 48, 50 mil too. Okay. So, th- so this is going, okay, this is stupid in the, in the hat. This is stupid for the Vikings and this is stupid for the Detroit Lions. I'm going to explain this to you guys, folks. I'm going to explain this. All right. So first of all, C- Cousins couldn't hit an arrow or a, a anything. It was wide open, butt naked. And <laughs> that's basically Kirk Cousins' problem under pressure. Guy could be jumping around. Screaming, I'm open, I'm open. Everyone's off the field, and you still can't get to him. On Monday night football, Sunday night football, prime time, he's not going to find Hawkinson, right? Second of all, Detroit Lions. This is the, the dumbest thing you guys done since Barry Sanders. Not signing a player that has good chemistry on your team with Jared Goff. This is the guy that when Jared Goff was under pressure, Hawkinson could get open. I swear to God, if I become a Detroit Lions head coach in six weeks, I'm going to bring Hawkinson back, and I don't care how much money it's going to cost me to get him out of my team because it's all about chemistry. It's not about the money. You had the greatest running back of all time, Barry Sanders. You know what you did with Barry Sanders? You gave up his favorite offense line guy, Lomas Brown, and he was pissed off, disappointed. You know what he did to you guys? He sat out and said, I'm not playing football. Weeks before the, the 99 season or something like that. So remember, Detroit Lions fans, does he deserve a trophy? 
Does he grow? Yes, he does. Barry Sanders deserves a trophy. Does he deserve a statue? Mm. He quit. He's a He's quitter. getting a statue, though. He's go- yeah, he is going to get a statue. One of my buddies, Scotty, his company is responsible for certain material or whatever to make it a statue of Barry Sanders. But statue, you might as well just give one to all the kickers in Detroit because they'll probably, you know why? Because they've scored the most points. Our Detroit Lions kickers have more points than any other, other receiver and running back of all time. So you might as well put Jason Hansen up there. You might as well put Eddie Murray, Eddie Murphy up there. You might as well just give it to all the kickers. Put the kickers up there because they're the franchise player for Detroit. It's never going to happen. Okay, but it's a joke. It's a joke. To be honest with you, you should have one for Billy Sims because he ran like a horse and he got hurt. Billy Sims deserves a trophy. So does the offensive lineman for the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, Dallas Cowboys. Well, they wouldn't have won the Super Bowls probably without that offensive line. Yeah, I mean, cocaine line. You mean all that drug cocaine stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just give them them the number to the cartel family from Texas. I have a buddy I work with that. Huh? I have a buddy I work with that knows the cartel. You did? (laughs) Is he still alive? (laughs) Jeez. Don't do drugs. Don't take money from people you don't know. Because you don't have to pay them back, and you don't know them, you're going to still have to pay them back. And paying back means interest rates. Out of phenomenal. All right. So I, there's my little rant about Hawkinson and about Detroit Lions. I know a lot of Detroit Lions fans are all mad at me for saying Barry doesn't deserve a, a statue. I don't know. He does deserve a statue, and then again, he doesn't. So I would, I'm done with that. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Matt Carroll has been dropped. Matt Corral, Corral has been dropped from the Carolina Panthers. He used to play for Old Miss under Lane Kiffin. Was drafted in 2022, which is only a year. He's going to go play backup for Mac Jones and the Patriots. That's going to be a competition, but who's going? I mean, I I swear they both suck. Well, they're going both plays to start. Look, do I think that Belichick is over? I think he's over. Do I think that finding someone like Tom Brady, who is light years ahead of of understanding the offense and defense of players and how the defense is caught, you're never going to get a Tom Brady. But remember, Bill Belichick just made uh, Jones a 10-6 quarterback last year. That team's not very good. Yeah, but, you know, that – I just – you know, I just – I mean, why would you bring another kid – from the draft from 2022, and now you're just going to make him more insecure. But to be honest with you, maybe he's going to be the next Tom Brady. Maybe all Mac Jones will get hurt, and maybe magically this kid's going to think, oh, look, I'm just throwing the football, and it's just popping in people's hands. I don't know. Tom Brady would never be who he is if Drew Drew Bledsoe wouldn't have got hurt. Yeah, it's true. You know, it's, you know, it's funny that Belichick was light years ahead by sticking to his guns with his instincts about Tom Brady. Do I think that if Tom Brady was in San Fran or if Tom Brady was in in uh, in Dallas Cowboys in that era, do I think that he would have been still playing after the after the quarterback got healthy? Probably not. Okay, so if you're a sports fan and if you absolutely hide, highly despise the New England Patriots, you still have to give credit where credit's due. 
Bill Belichick is one of the greatest coaches in NFL history. Bill Belichick, he understood how to stick to the running game when he needed to. He understood that it doesn't really matter about stats. All right. A good example is this. Tom Brady is an exceptional quarterback, but what Tom Brady didn't have is exceptional wide receivers, and he did not have exceptional running backs, but he kept it consistent. With Detroit Lions, I'm going to use Detroit Lions as a great example. You have shitty half-assed quarterbacks. Then you have people like Herman Moore, Barry Sanders, Calvin Johnson, but you know what they do? They bring in tickets. They bring in sales. They bring in highlights. Barry Sanders' highlights is 100 times better than any Emmitt Smith run. Any of them. Okay? Is he better than Walter Payton? Probably not. But the difference between Detroit Lions and the Patriots is this. Is that Belichick can manage a game, can understand how to play with the clock, call timeouts, stick to his, the running game when he needs to, and then throw the ball when the team needs a first down. And it sticks to and he had a great one of the greatest kickers on his team. Oh God. Adam Vinatieri. Yeah. Think I about mean, that. I mean, you are so blessed to have Adam Vinatieri. Yeah. So think about that. So so Belichick is still light years ahead of Detroit. Because do I feel like Dan Campbell? Dan Campbell's biggest uh uh disappointment was that one, he started one and six. Two, he couldn't manage the time to save his life. God bless his soul. This is his first this is his first time as a head coach. So he still has to learn that. However, he also needs to know what the offense coordinator is going to make a call if he throws another ball to a lineman and he doesn't know what's going on. Do you know what they did do right also in New England? You know what they always drafted? Offensive defense guys. Offensive All guys. from Alabama. Yeah. Yeah, they I, drafted so many <laughs> Bama players; it was insane. Well, I think they did. A lot. I think one thing, I think one of the things that Belichick really knows how to do, and maybe I can't really say anything about anybody else. Maybe that he just understood that you need an offensive line guy to save uh, Tom Brady's oh. life, or because I think he learned from he learned from Bledsoe that. Having your quarterback not being protected and having him run out of the pocket against his face smashed in on the sideline ended Bledsoe's career in New England. So think about that. So maybe this is another thing that Detroit Lions need to really figure out. Keep keep dialing up the offense and defense guys. Uh, they had they did a really good job with the offseason with the, with the trades. I mean, I mean, with the um, um, free agents. So I I think their defense, their defense, cornerback, safeties, and all that stuff, I think they can limit the scoring to like 22 to 25 points, not 31 to 38. I think that's going to be that's gonna be a time tell for Detroit. It's going to be very important for Detroit in the head of the game to get ahead of the schedule. Don't look to making the playoffs the last run. This year, you're going to want to be ahead of the game through the whole game and keep a lead in the fourth quarter. Bad teams do that. Good teams keep the lead during the whole game. That's 
That's my MO. Like I just ran to like 10 minutes straight. You and did a good job. Anything else? I know. I mean, I'm psyched about this Detroit Lions t- game. No, other than that, I mean. Well, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, that's about it. That's. That is I about guess. It. I guess we don't need to be rambling around. We could. Uh, maybe next episode we we'll talk about your your path to. Uh, is it Ryder Cup tomorrow or this weekend or is that when is that? I just. I don't know. That's great. We're talking about Ryder <laughs> Cup. We don't know what it is. I know it's coming up. I don't. I, maybe it is Labor Day weekend. But they always have it during a certain holiday, don't they? So, if you're watching the Ryder Cup, good luck because college football is on. And if you're not a college football guy, Ryder Cup's on. Could it be? Could it be? Could it be? No, September 25th. Okay. So, so we're... We're a month away. Well, well, three over weeks away. So all your, uh, all your golf kids don't have to watch, and that's kind of stupid that they did to have that. You don't want to compete against National Football Association or the College Football League. I mean, come on. You it's forgot like, to say Cooper Cup blew out his hamstring, so he's not only day to day. You're right. You know what? Another reason. Yeah, I, I did miss that. Okay, the Rams are not going to be the team that they used to be. Do I think? The defensive guy is going to leave in order. Dino's son. Is that him? You think he's going to get traded? No. He'll retire before he gets traded. He will? And, and the Rams just suck anyway. But more important news that is breaking news is Joe Burrow might play in week one. Yeah, I must have got he's that. Recovering a lot fa- he's recovering a lot faster than what we thought. Well, I will say this. I don't think he's recovering a lot faster than it is. They're shooting him up with some pain pills. <laughs> That too, and steroids, which I don't know if steroids is legal if you shoot them up in the NFL. As long as you shoot them up and not taking them in the butt and pumping iron. No, that's how they. No, that's how they used to sneak. Back in the eighties, they used to sneak steroid jumpies on their butt. True story. So, but I'm telling you this. If Joe Barrett didn't start in the first week, the first second, or first two weeks, they could be far behind right away. Think about it, they lose the first two games in that division. Steelers is not a good joke. They they're always going to compete. Ravens, Ravens, you know, John Harbaugh is a defensive nerd, but again, the Ravens is going to a, a, a lot of it's going to depend on Lamar Jackson and Beckham connecting. If those two guys can't connect, that team's going to stink. They still got some good running backs. Well, they always have good running backs. Look. And the Browns. Don't count out the 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 pulling tug to Sean Watson. You got Nick Chubb as your running back. And and you have the former wide receiver that used to play with the Cowboys and the freaking Raiders. Cooper. Amari Cooper. Well, Cooper, look. And your boy, Michigan, David Bell. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. But Nick Chubb. Do you know what could happen? We could have a national championship game somehow between Ohio State and Michigan. And we could go have the Super Bowl Cleveland Browns against Detroit Lions. Wouldn't that be awesome? Or the Bengals. Now, yeah, it could be Cleveland because... Cleveland hasn't won nothing in 100 years like Detroit Lions. Cincinnati, didn't they win? Didn't they win? They won. 
They won. They made it to the play the championship. Yeah. Okay. See, Detroit Lions and Cleveland Browns have not got anywhere since the good old days of 1950. By the way, that was a great movie. Was that's that a side note. Equalizer Equalizer three came on. Uh, as a commercial, me and my father went and saw Equalizer 3 today, and it's with D.W. Denzel Washington and Dakota, Dakota Fanning. Great movie. Lots of suspense. So I'm going to say this. I still saw it opening day. Every time I see that movie and I say Equalizer, I just think of soccer. The Equalizer. Have you even seen the first one? 1-1. One, one. Equalizer. No. I didn't even know there was a second or first one. When I saw the third have one, you like, okay, side note, though, during the preview today, have you seen Expendables 1, 2, or 3? Oh, yeah, I saw those. There's a fourth one coming oh out. Oh, my God. Old <laughs> and it's still got you-know-who. Yeah. Uh, what, they going to have old people try to fight younger people? He's, they're still having Rocky, baby. They're like 80 years old. You know what? Uh, and step, and then straight them, and they're having the guy that was in Rocky, the the boxer. The oh, that bad guy? Bad guy. Ivan. The uh, Russian? Yeah, he's actually Swedish. Oh, sorry. He's actually he's actually a uh, and then guess who's making a comeback, baby? All after all since two years ago during the COVID that wrote that TV show called Life is about a. It's really good if you ever get a chance to watch this. It's about a guy that got was tried in the wrong thing. Who? Fifty Cent, baby, is in it. Fifty Cent. You know he's really short. Yeah. He's really short. He's like as tall as me. Oh, I mean, it's kind of funny because in the music videos, they make him look like he's six feet tall. Wasn't that you that said, no, it was John. It was one of, one of my buddies. He used to be a DJ, and he happened to be at his show where 50 Cent was there, and 50 Cent wouldn't let him take a picture with him because my buddy is probably a little shorter than you. you my number one song by him is In the Club. Yeah. 50 Cent in the Club, the birthday song. Wow, that's horrible. That's not... Let's hope that he doesn't ever quit his day job. Right? Woo! So, folks, there you have it. We kind of clean it up. We kind of clean the path. We told you what's going on with the college sports this weekend. We talked about the NFL. We talked about women's volleyball. We did it all. 92,000. Good job, Nebraska. Supporting women's sports. Well, I don't even care about that. I should. We should really stop saying that. Thank you for supporting women's sports. It's just a sport. So, everyone's on an equal playing field. That's why I'm trying to make it out. Another top player in soccer retired today, Ertz. So, no Megan Rapoho and no Ertz. Oh? And probably not Alex Morgan. Ertz? You mean... Uh, uh, Ertz is the, the the wife of the Ertz from Arizona. Yeah, I mean, she, they got kids. You got to bring up the kids. You can't be on a soccer field and, 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 and try and breastfeed. That's not possible. Well, Alex Morgan was doing it. Well, she's a phenomenal person. And she's hot. Well, that's the only reason why you said that. She's hot. She's like, she'll walk right by you like, don't. Yeah. So, thank you for everyone. Thank you for uh, listening to my podcast, Crazy Day Podcast Show. Uh, we didn't have any um, heck, any hiccup. Sean kept it a little limited uh, using F-bombs. I like to apologize to people who are listening to this all those youngsters don't cuss and swear in front of your teachers uh sorry if you have to hear that his farting sounds maybe you should do that during a joke yeah. and we always got we're able to get in the number 69 his favorite number oh yeah oh yeah oh, oh yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs>
that number. Zigzag. I think it's your favorite number. There's a reason for that. I'm never going to get you to that. All right, folks. Thank you for listening. Give me for the common cornhole. Give me for the cornhole. Wow. Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> the, the resurgence of Beavis and Butthead. All right, folks. Thank you. Crazy Dre Podcast Show. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Buzzsprout. Always great to be here. Spotify. Thank you. Apple Podcasts. If, you, if you're not sure where to find it, find it on Buzzsprout.com. You'll see it there. It's got Apple, Spotify. Go there, too. All right. I'm out of here.